uh, turn our attention to things a, a little bit different. Uh, you know, you always see the top 10 lists come by your uh, desk on your computer a variety of different ways. Oh, you know, some of them grab your attention, some don't. Well, one grabbed my attention today, and uh, I'm going to talk to our next guest about it. Jay Canna has been reviewing cars for nearly a decade and writes for driving.ca. You can check out Modern Motoring on YouTube for his uh, car reviews. He joins us on the line. Jay, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm good, Jay. How are you doing? Pretty not that bad. Uh, pretty not that bad. That's <laughs> what you like to hear. Um, yeah. I saw a top 10 list, and it was from the States, uh, but it was bizarre just in, you know, what cars or car owners are more likely or more, or, let's see, what would it be, uh, are pulled over and charged with DUI more than other cars. It, it, it just seemed like, I, I, I didn't even think that would be a stat, but yet it is. Everything's a stat, Shane. And the list is peculiar. And I remember writing this uh, a few weeks ago, and um, stats can be cut up and pieced together all sorts of different ways. And then numbers don't lie. But at the same time, numbers can be bent a little bit. So let's go to the very top spot, the Dodge Ram 2500. It's pretty, I think, it's flat out wrong to say, if you see a 2500, watch out, because it's probably a drunk driver just happens to be a lot of them on the road in one specific area in the States. And with anything high in volume, the chances of seeing that vehicle on a list, unfortunately, a DUI list happens to be high. The peculiar thing for me is the Ford Contour even being on the list. There hasn't been a new Contour in nearly two decades. So if anybody out there is driving a Contour, please get in touch with I would love to talk to you. Not about the DUI stuff, just in general, and how you've managed to keep a contour alive for, for this long. Years. Sure. <laughs> right? What, what I notice on the list is the amount of how many trucks there are. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know what are, it means. I don't know what it means, though. Yeah. Trucks are slowly becoming the new SUV. You know, we had the sedans, and they got taken over by SUVs. Minivans have never been cool. I love them. I have no kids or... Uh, a wife, but if I did, I would absolutely nail down a fleet of minivans. But trucks are becoming more functional, and they're more luxurious on the inside. And you can do more of the SUV stuff with. Plus, you can tow a few thousand pounds, and you got a bed to cart all your stuff around in. So it's a slow shift, but I think in the next five, seven years, with the popularity of trucks, that they're going to take over a big chunk of the people who were looking at SUVs initially. You know, it's one thing when you see someone and their truck's a, what we used to call a working truck. You know, it's a working right. truck. Whatever they do for a living, they need to have a pickup truck. Uh, and again, as you say, they're like beautiful now inside. But you need oh to have goodness. a working truck. Now it seems like I'm seeing people driving all over. You know what I mean? It's, it's someone like me dropping off their kids at soccer practice, but they're in a huge pickup truck. Exactly. And it's, it's kind of bonkers in, in that way. And um, prices for trucks are going through the roof because people keep paying these prices for them because they want cow's hide leather and this and that and the other thing and the 25 speaker Alpine audio system. And you know, they want the luxuries of a premium brand SUV, but they also want a bed. And these 60, 70, 80, 90, 100,000 hour plus pickup trucks are doing it for them. And, and you're absolutely right with your first point. Trucks started off as utilitarian. They were functional. They had one job and they did it so well. But somebody said, well, what if we put leather seats in? And what if we put this and that and the other thing? And 
you know, fast forward from the early 90s to now, and there are some trucks that are made by Ford that look better than BMWs to me. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's so weird to say out loud, but yeah, I just if you go on Ford's website and find the most expensive truck, um, and you take a look at the interior shots and just side by side that with, you know, and even even a BMW X3, like it's, I kind of give the points to Ford on that. So it's interesting. So they're they're more luxurious, uh, as you say, whether it's the interior, whether it's the sound system, what all the different toys you can get inside. Uh, now, but they're bigger too. Like they oh, seem they're, big, they're huge, right? Like it's not my imagination that I'm like no. I'm getting older, but I haven't started to shrink yet. <laughs> We're all thankful for that, and myself too. I'm also getting on the on the older side. Yes, but trucks are getting bigger because they're being expected to do more and tow more and have a bigger payload. And the interesting kind of pivot for me is trucks used to handle as well as a shopping cart did, because as you've said previously, they had one job to do, just like Steve Whistle says, do one thing really, really well. But now trucks are bigger but they handle better and they're faster and they're more agile so you know that's part of the reason they're i feel they're replacing suvs but you know if you're under four foot tall and a child in front of a truck and there's no front camera you're not seen by the driver like you're sitting so high up and it's it's kind of dangerous even pedestrians on you know busy downtown areas you know it Trucks are fast, and because they're so heavy, it takes a little longer to stop them. I don't even know how they're parking them. Like I, I get, I, I get stressed out. I, I drive my wife's uh, like SUV, and I get stressed out parking it. If I have to, to parallel park somewhere downtown, I can't even imagine one of those big pickups. But what, what shocks me, though, at the same time where we're going, okay, we're going electric cars, electric, electric. People are trying to push you towards, you know, the price of gas is going through the roof. Uh, I'm assuming most of these trucks, you know, I'm sure there's a few uh, electric trucks, but not many. Um, the wave is coming, yeah. And that uh, F one fifty Lightning is probably the hottest vehicle in anticipation that I've seen in the last at least five six years. And there have been so many cool cars that have come out, um, but the new fully EV F one fifty is going to be a game changer. And it, it's just the same pickup; it just happens to be electric. You're going to lose out on your gas rewards points, but, right? Uh, <laughs> That's that's it. And, you know, a lot of people are worried about, well, if it doesn't have 500 kilometers of range, I don't want it. But if you really just sit down for a few minutes and think about how much driving you do in a day, you know, maybe 100 kilometers at most. There's charging stations all over the place. You can charge at home. Um, EVs are coming. Pickup trucks being flipped to EVs are on their way. They're going to come fast and furious. And with the additional speed of an EV because you have all that instant torque, um, you know, not to be that negative person on the line, but if pickup trucks are hard enough to stop now, imagine stopping them really quickly. Right. So it's, it, there's a lot of moving parts, pardon the pun, but not really, but um, yeah, trucks are here. They're increasing in popularity and I think we should just try and find a way to safely adapt to it. Are, are you surprised at all? Jay Can is our guest, uh, by the way, uh, has been reviewing cars uh, for over a decade for uh, driving.ca, and you can check out Modern Motoring on YouTube for his car reviews. Um, 
Are you amazed that it seemed like years ago we were making the move towards smaller cars? Everyone had the SUV, but it was like, okay, now we're going to the smaller cars. Smaller cars, gas was going up. But then it just seemed it's like that idea, just people forget about that idea after a while. And then everyone's going back to the big trucks, big cars, big everything. I, I, I find right. it hard to understand. You and me both. And, and like any type of industry, it ebbs and flows and there's cycles. I'd say we have gas, gas prices. Um, a few years ago, gas was 66 cents, and now it's triple that. Um, but I, manufacturers will create demand for things that they feel consumers want. People thought they wanted minivans until the SUVs came out. And SUVs got pushed hard, and now there's only four minivan brands left in the country. Pickup trucks are coming again fast and furious, and it's bigger, it's faster, it's more, it's more, it's how lavish can you be? And, well, I've got a truck that tows 1,000 pounds. Well, I've got one that tows two. And now we're well over the 10,000-pound mark with uh, a lot of the bigger trucks. So I think the small car revolution will happen again, mostly with EVs, because there's, I think, six or seven new ones that have come out this year alone. And they're not SUVs. They're not pickup trucks. They're just regular, tiny, compact cars, like the Kia EV6, the Hyundai Ioniq. Um, even BMW's small little i4 AV is just a regular sedan. So I hope that we're slowly rounding the edge of at least a balance between massive pickup trucks and sensible sedans. But I think we're a couple of years from actually seeing what that curve does. Week We continue our conversation with Jay Canna. As we said, he's been uh, reviewing cars for nearly a decade and writes for driving.ca. And you can check out Modern Motoring on YouTube for his uh, car reviews. Uh, Jay, before the break, I touched on something. It, it might be the most competitive business out there. Like you think about yeah. the battle between uh, Coke and Pepsi, that probably pales in comparison to whatever community <laughs> you're living in. Uh, the guys that work or the people that work for competing uh, tow truck companies. Uh, first off, seriously, why is that so competitive? There is so much money up for grabs every time there's a fender bender and kind of flipping back to what we were talking about in the first segments, there's more cars on the road and there's bigger cars. And um, that's why more collisions happen. There's just more volume and sometimes it's harder to stop massive trucks or larger vehicles. Um, But yeah, there is, I can't even begin to quantify. Like I'm going to let's go with a conservative figure of, millions of dollars on the table and you know it's if you're not first you're last like there's no oh i'll i'll, I'll pick up the mess for the i was the second tow truck person no you're first one there you get the fees you get you get paid for it because these guys don't get paid unless something happens so, so why is there how, how is there so much money at stake like I, I realize every time you have to go you know your car gets towed and you have to go pick it up it, it costs you a fortune but that's different these are accidents why, why is it if the car's written off is there more money in it like how does it every time that you see a vehicle hooked up to a tow truck uh, that driver is getting paid a fairly substantial amount of money okay and that goes to a specific shop or an, a lot or wherever it, it, it ends up, um, there's money to be had there. There's impound fees, there's holding fees, and there's, you know, insert X number of fees here. So I don't think they can afford to try and be second, which is why they're on the police wires, and that's why they're so, act, so they're actively listening to every little piece of information that comes down to 
try and be the first one on the scene. So I imagine it's fairly comp- uh, I, if it is first one on the scene, or is it? You know, do do, do companies try to find a way? It, it's almost like you know when there was a uh, and, and again I, I feel bad like I don't want to walk down a slippery slope, but <laughs> I'm just thinking like you know the you go to any hotel that you've stayed at, and you go see the concierge, and you go I'm looking for a great place to eat tonight, and he's right. going to recommend you a place, and you think well that's very nice of him. Well, yeah, but maybe the restaurant's giving him a kickback or something, or you know every person you send over to us. Well, Whatever the case may be, I feel like that could kind of work its way into the tow truck industry as well. It very well might. Um, and, and I think it's true of a, a lot of different industries. There's, you know, like I said, kickbacks, there's cuts. There's, you know, every 10th person will give you, Shane, you know, a free meal. Right. Um, there's incentives all over the place. Um, but, no, you're right. It is an extremely slippery slope. And um, I know that, at least in Ontario, um, they're trying to do some regulations on the industry um, the small steps, you know, not that it's all corrupt. It's definitely a case of not all tow truck drivers are bad or gaming the system. There's, I'd like to think everybody has a, a fair amount of honesty in them, and that's the optimist in me. Um, but they're like almost every other industry needs to be some kind of regulation, and it needs to be gently introduced because you can't just go from zero to a hundred in a day and not expect any kind of fallout or growing pains with that. No, and I would think too that if all these uh, drivers are out listening to the to the scanners and waiting for an accident, just cruising around, uh, when they hear one, and because if you're not first, you're last, uh, I'm sure there's guys gunning it over there to get to the accident scene. There are, uh, unfortunately. And you know, I've seen a couple of stories over the past few years where the cops have pulled over tow truck drivers for speeding, um, which has a little bit of irony in it because they're just, whether they're good intentioned or not, they're just doing their job. Um, definitely should not be speeding and risking creating another collision on the way to the original collision. Um, but it's, um, yeah, just, you know, it, it's, it's, if you're not first, you're last and there's no, prize for second place there's more importantly there's no money for second place and it's kind of like a commission only job like if you're in sales you know you, you can't get paid until you sell something you can't get paid until you tow something in this case no and i imagine the pressure on the drivers it must be intense because as you say if you're not picking anybody up you're not getting paid so if that's the right. case the pressure on the drivers becomes intense too right and there has to be i like to think there's some kind of balance between being there first and not being reckless in your route to get there. Uh, you know, we got a text in from uh, Henry in Mississauga, and you could tell me if this is a good analogy. He says, tow trucks are the modern day version of the beachcombers. <laughs> Hi, Henry. Very, very creative. Uh, yeah, very nice. I, I appreciate the reference. Yes. Um, <laughs> Definitely, maybe. Just it, it's too easy to say all tow truck right, drivers are Right, of course. Of course, of course. That's not the and, case, yeah. Yeah, and they're not. Um, they've gotten a very poor reputation all over the place. Um, you know, unrightfully so, completely unrightfully so. But when all you hear is bad news about a certain type of industry, that's what you kind of tend to gravitate to and the first thing you think of are tow truck drivers are vultures and they're this and they're that and 
I've never heard anyone, and again, I'm painting with the wide brush. I've never heard anyone mm-hmm. say, had a crazy interaction today. The tow truck driver was so nice. Haven't oh. had that. I haven't. Usually, if your car's getting towed, you're not happy. It's very hard. And they're in a bad spot anyway. No one's happy when they're getting towed. Whether your car broke down, you were in an accident, or you parked illegally, you're never happy when you're getting towed. It's almost like we used to say the nurses never see anybody or the doctors when things are going well. They only see you at your worst. And it's almost the same for the tow truck driver. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. And the same way nobody calls into tells mobility to say, you know what? You guys are doing a bang up job. <laughs> exactly. I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> My service is excellent. Uh, Jay, thanks so much for your time tonight. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate the opportunity and uh, have a wonderful night.